what would Jesus do? Well, step one is slavery. <laughs> that's uh, that's first off the bat, number one with a bullet. Enslave an entire race yeah. of people. Next thing we're going to do, melt down some jewelry and make some hats. That's the next thing. From the smallest room in New you York City. You know how Jesus loved his gold. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Uh, joining me now, Nate Fritzen. Hey, Nate. Hey. Senior Jew correspondent. Great Nate to Fritzen. be here. Thanks for coming. You know, I, Thanks for having I, I didn't run this story past you yet, but in Harlem, federal and local law enforcement swarmed the HQ of uh, a hate group. And that was this morning. Uh, this is a very unusual hate group because they hate white people. They oh. are anti-white Israelite Church of God. Oh, yes, the Black Israelites. Yeah, bra- black Israelites. Oh, they're a delight. I didn't really know about them. Back, My man. brothers, you mean? <laughs> black. My brothers, black, the people brother? Israel. Yeah. Black Israelites. Where's Black Hitler when you need him? <laughs> I, um, <laughs> be a perfect application for him. Every time I every time I see those guys, I want to uh, I want to reach out and like bond, but yeah. they seem less than welcoming. I will say, <laughs> I they don't they, they don't give me the impression that I should talk to them. They have a very uh like a scary look, and, and they're also a hate a hate group. You know, by the they're considered one by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Of course, every you know, uh, there's kinds of Catholicism that are too. Yeah, I would. I, I think that checks out. Yeah, uh, like radical Catholicism. Uh, almost everything is like a hate the group. IRA? Like the IRA, like that. Exactly. Uh, I would say they they have a, a hateful vibe. They probably do. Uh, the members of the church can often be seen proselytizing on the street. The, that this is the Black Israelites uh-huh. wearing uh, colorful blue, black, and red tunics mm-hmm. with sashes. They're very old-fashioned looking. Uh, they also often wear old-fashioned for what? Like what, like old-fashioned looking, like old-fashioned well, as in like Star Wars was a long time ago, or like the Black Israelites look crazy. I mean, yeah, they like, yeah, like that's that. like yeah, they look like they they're from like like the planet Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. I guess like alien, ancient aliens. I just uh, maybe yeah, it's an assumption that I make yeah. that like, oh, this looks primitive from like another time. I yeah, I like it I see it. Like, I don't, like, what is it? What, like, what <laughs> culture is this? This is like cobbled together of a few things. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit ancient Egypt, a little bit Star Wars, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, like uh, this this thing that he's wearing here that we're looking at is this a gold like sort of mosaic yeah. uh, hang down, mm-hmm. which. I don't know. I, yeah, I must have thought that that would be something that, that one would wear in the desert. Yeah. I, um, yeah, they had, you know, they wore so many clothes. It was free-flowing, but, like, lots of layers yeah. for the desert. It's, and also a gold headdress <laughs> is, I don't know how much how much precious metal you've worn as a hat, but uh, <laughs> not breathable is the thing about it. You get a nice reflective quality. <laughs> sure, it's, it's great. People mm. see you coming. Uh, this is on Madison Avenue in Harlem, their, uh, their headquarters, and uh, it's the anti-white Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. Now, Israelite and Jesus Christ within the same thing. You go, well, what could that possibly mean? Well, uh, this uh, the guy who runs the place is a guy named uh, Chief High Priest of Tazadikwa. Uh, boy, I almost got that off clean. Uh, Tazadikwa. Uh, and he once prophesied that a vengeful black Jesus would soon return to Earth to kill or enslave all whites. Mm. Well, um, as we all know, uh, Amari Stoudemire has, uh, for, former power forward for the New York Knickerbockers, Amari Stoudemire, mm-hmm. has black Jesus tattooed on his neck. So, uh, I mean, where is he right now? 
Yeah, is what I would like. To where, know. where is Black Jesus? Where is Amari Stoudemire? Right? Oh. <laughs> where is he? Because we need to keep an eye on him. If I'm going to be enslaved, I want to see it coming. Well, he's 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 apparently a fan. You know, maybe uh, he's see that uh, Black Jesus doesn't mean necessarily that like uh, the evil Black Jesus. Because when I think of Jesus being black, and I see uh, like somebody with a with a crucifix uh, or or you know like a, a painting, I don't necessarily think it's bad to have a Black Jesus. Uh, it's sort of like having a black G.I. Joe, you know, it's like, well, we know G.I. Joe's white, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, let them have fun with that, you know, and uh, Christ obviously had blonde hair and blue eyes and uh, right. sure. No, he, <laughs> well, what, what was he? He's, uh, he's, he's from the, the yeah, desert. He was, he's a desert person. Yeah, he looks like, yeah, he looks like. You know, there must be some comic doing this joke right now in the tri-state area, but he looks like your bodega guy is the yeah. probably. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know whose joke that is, but so, uh, somebody must be doing it. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it has been said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because it's right, it's absolutely true. Right. So, uh, but not like fully black. So black is an exaggeration, mm-hmm. unless you have a black bodega guy uh, from uh, like you know say 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 unless your bodega guy is from like fucking uh, West Africa. You know, sometimes you get a lot of that, like a lot of uh, like uh, Car- you know sure. Caribbeans and yeah. shit like that. Uh, so. Sure, you know it's Caribbean the, Jesus. the many faces of Caribbean <laughs> Jesus. The many faces of Jesus. Well, uh, I'm just trying to imagine a vengeful black Jesus. Yeah, who would soon? I mean, like God is love, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. Jesus is supposed to be a pretty like uh, pretty smooth, loving, forgiving. A vengeful. He seemed black like a pretty Jesus. chill dude. Uh, <laughs> I I would say. I don't know a ton about. Again, I haven't read the book, but uh, I know I don't know a ton about the guy. But um, I would say their rhetoric does not strike me, does not smack of what Jesus said. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it yeah does not. What would Jesus do? <laughs> uh, well, first he would take a street sweeper and just. Uh, he's going to enslave he, some whites. He, I know that right a, now. What, what would Jesus do? Well, step one is slavery. <laughs> that's uh, that's. First off the bat, number one with a bullet, yeah. enslave an entire race of people. Next thing we're going to do, melt down some jewelry and make some hats. That's the next thing. You know I'm. Je- you know how Jesus loved his gold. He was yeah. big into gold. Loved it in the church. Loved to see it on people. Yeah, it's shiny, <laughs> and, uh, and and it gives and it gives the slave something to dig for. <laughs> it's, uh... Uh, I I really hope this doesn't happen because yeah. I don't want. I do not want to be enslaved, and if I am, I don't want it to be in a vengeful way. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like I, if I was enslaved because it's like, look, we just need some labor, and uh, you know. Tough shit. Listen, you know, sometimes you lose a bet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you go to a restaurant. Wrong place, wrong time. You didn't time. have enough time. You mm-hmm. didn't have enough money for the dinner, so now you're washing dishes. I'm like a slavery sort of thing in that way. Pay hey, off. I got you know, myself into this. That's really. not really slavery, I guess, if I'm paying off a debt. Um, but well, if, the, if, the, if this is somebody coming back, returning to Earth. Yeah. He's been here before, mm-hmm. and he's fucking pissed. The redux. Yeah, he's like... I I can't even imagine what somebody like that would talk like, and I wouldn't. I'm not going to venture an angry black Jesus impression. If Mike Figs was here, yeah, <laughs> he would handle that. Yeah, and he'd be doing it already as Samuel say, Jackson. Or say yeah, or say right? it. That's kind of what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's it helps because Samuel Jackson's most famous on-screen moment is him quoting scriptures and then taking vengeance. That helps. So uh, that it's kind of exactly what we're going for here. I mean, I, I if that was the way it was, I would sort of maybe be okay with if it. He's wearing a suit, you know. <laughs> that's okay, you know. Yeah, I kind of like Jules. Yeah, Jules is great. Yeah, I would follow Jules. Or if he's like, I'm tired of these motherfucking whites. 
on this motherfucking planet. <laughs> the Bronx, a female transgender inmate who was housed in a male uh, jail on Rikers Island. Uh, now, she said she was bullied, punched, and beaten by two fellow prisoners over her gender identity mm-hmm. and sexual orientation while God, uh, guards stood by and did nothing. Now, that's hard to imagine, isn't it? That, that Rikers Island uh, jail guards would, would allow uh, a, a female transgender inmate to be roughed up by some some other inmates. I, I, that That is, it's almost inconceivable. You know, and they say uh, New York is progressive. Well, mm. uh, this uh, doesn't look like it to me. There are know? some limits, yeah. There are some limits. And, and, some... and, and they, sometimes it has to do with safety. Right. Uh, you know, but uh, I think that uh, they probably put this female transgender inmate... It gets confusing how they express that a female transgender inmate is uh, is is uh, originally, I guess, a man, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know this person, so I don't. I feel like there isn't. I don't think there is a uniform set of descriptors for this for media at this point, mm. and there is some. I think there is some murkiness. Okay. Now, it would not surprise me if they would take if they took somebody who was originally a man who was born genetically a man. Uh-huh. And then uh transitioned to a woman and then maybe that maybe that person hasn't had the uh hasn't had like, you know, the penis removal surgery, whatever that's called, penisectomy, whatever it is. The penis removal surgery. Yeah, whatever that is. Maybe they haven't had that so they were put in the male population. Yeah. That Which could is- be. I, I think it would. I don't know, and I'm sure everything I just said is very problematic and transphobic because I don't know all the words that I'm supposed to say. Oh, I fucking hate uh, trans. But I mean, I'm just I, fucking, say. I, I just find them to be so disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know what this person was in for, but uh, okay. I I I guess the only way I can figure it is if they if 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 the transgender person is being referred to as she, mm-hmm. then that would mean that. That that's would, her current her, her current identity, and, yes. and if there's trans, then that would mean okay that it would yeah. transition from. It would stand to reason from that. I don't know. I that, don't that, know. And that, yeah. and that would, I mean, if it's in the male, if she's yeah. excuse me in the male population, then uh, then yeah, because there, there would yeah, be the so penis. They do it by sexual okay. Okay. Which, would that make sense though? Because like, would you take somebody who is just like, a, well, I identify as a woman, but I have a dick. Uh, and then you're gonna fuck every woman, you know. Yeah. If if I mean, not in your current trans state, but it, it could be manipulated that As way. As you are hardened by jail, heterosexual people will do shit like that. Yeah. I don't think trans people will do that. I think that, I think that like everyone, everyone, does. we would it's take a human advantage thing. of that. You know? Everybody. Oh, oh! When you're locked up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Everybody. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't who, whoever it is. It's yeah. It's all it because I mean you know because it stops you know I don't there aren't a lot of people making love in prison you mm-hmm. know it's a lot of, I I think again I I mean I don't know I you should get the prison correspondent for this but <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I think the, the Jew, shit goes down in there. I've the, seen some movies. The Midwest Jewish correspondent is probably <laughs> not the guy. <laughs> I don't even have like white collar crimes, um, but like, I mean, for, I would think, yeah, I, based on based on what I know, based on what I've learned spinning around this world, I would say, uh, yeah, there's like, you know, it's you know, sex becomes kind of a you know, sex becomes a very violent thing in prison, and so it's you know, it's more. I feel it's probably more about power than it is love. I think it's more about uh, yeah, power and, and dominance and getting off. And yeah. just and then I, I do really having an orgasm at the end is like the biggest 
part of sex yeah. for a lot of people. And if you have it all over uh, your cellmate's face, sure. then, uh, well, you know what? That means you're bigger than him, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that it's, uh, when. well, I mean, prison gay, that's uh, yeah. like normal. Gay you for the out. stay. Look, I'm just here to, uh, but at the same time, I just can't really imagine doing that. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think I could be locked up for 20 years and just be like, that's all right. I got memories. I got my spang bank and everything. Yeah. So long as I don't have fucking, you know, thunder dick, as they say. Yeah. Trying to fucking make me toss a salad. Yeah. I think if I didn't. Yeah. I think if I uh, if I could avoid getting raped, I could getting raped. <laughs> I could probably go 20, 30 years but in then, jail. But then yeah. like, I would say, do, once you know, get start raped, reading you, a lot. Once you, know? you get raped, you start kind of like, all right, I guess. Well, I'll, I guess, you know, that's. Uh, we crossed that bridge, so <laughs> felt pretty good. It's parts. Fuck. Uh, all right. I like it in the ass. <laughs> what a moment! Like Richard Speck. You ever seen those videos of him? Do you know who that is? No. Okay. He killed a bunch of nurses, and he was locked up forever. Mm. He's the most hated man ever. He didn't get the death penalty, but he's locked up forever. I think they they maybe gave him the death penalty, and then it got like uh, you know commuted or some shit like that when they got rid of it, and then they got the death penalty back. Kind of like it was for Manson. Sure. So this guy is having the time of his life locked up in prison. They made it look like that. Like he, uh, he's he's with this. Uh, they made this video, mm-hmm. and this is later in his life. It's the most disturbing shit you've ever seen. He has breasts because he's gotten some kind of like uh, you know the uh, treatment, estrogen treatment or something, mm. and he's uh, he's going around and his fucking you know boyfriend or whatever yeah. is like, you got blue panties on. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, takes these like blue panties, and now they're sitting there smoking fucking weed and crack and shit. It's just like, it's I don't <laughs> seeing this guy. There is just nothing holy going on. I don't what? mean to be I mean, so spooked by like that kind of behavior, but like the guy is a murderer. He figures he's on his way to hell. I mean, like he, I, he thinks that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and uh, he's just uh, it, it it doesn't get any more lost. For he, me, I mean that's definitely, that's definitely what not what anyone who came up with a hashtag had in mind, you know, <laughs> anyone who was an activist and was like, we listen, we need to make this country acceptable. We need to make this country a a safe space for all people. Well, not that. Okay. Well, maybe not that. That maybe not the thing that God forgot. Maybe right. not that. Yeah, yeah, not that. Here it is. Jesus, I'm scared of this guy. That's the guy you pick to warm yourself up. To <laughs> hey, do you have a do you have uh, Sloth's older brother, attorney at law? Is he? Is his? Uh... Do you have Bat Boys? Uh, <laughs> is it, can we Dad. And then the other guy just nods. Yeah, they're having a conversation. Look at him; he has these. Uh... Now you get to be middle aged. You get some breasts. Mm. Those are tits. That's the problem, is that he... To ensure his survival. The idea of having to fucking turn yourself in order to survive, transform yourself into a... 
That is bad boy for Christ. Yeah, sake. that's terrifying. Yeah. I think we've seen enough. Um, yeah, we've it, seen it, enough. It's but very disturbing. Uh, it's weird. Like you can't you can't see this at uh, at home or in the car. And uh, thank God you can't see this in the car because yeah. you would crash. Ma- but ma- uh, <laughs> many people will know what I'm talking about. Uh, but. The thing about it is that the breasts are clearly newer than the rest of the body. Oh yeah, they and are. <laughs> it's like when you've seen, you know, when you when you've seen breasts through the years, there, you know, there's some twists and turns there, and those are new breasts. Yeah, it's like imagine, I know new breasts when I see them. Those are new breasts. Imagine like a 1970 Monte Carlo <laughs> with a brand new vinyl top. <laughs> <laughs> Because vinyl tops really start to look yeah. like shit, don't mm-hmm. they? Well, uh, Stanley, the sun. Stanley Young said she is planning. This is a, and I'm reading this directly from DNAinfo.com. Stanley Young said she is planning to sue the city and the Department of Correction over the unprovoked assault, claiming the guards didn't intervene when the prisoners were taunting her and were slow to respond when the when the uh, prisoners assaulted her in a bathroom in her housing unit. See, I, I guess uh, the, this person has taken. The opposite view that it has made survival more difficult yeah. to become uh, the opposite sex. Well, uh, the transition, I should say. I think it to me it sounds like this person uh, transitioned and then found herself in the in prison, whereas it sounds like this guy Spec mm-hmm. got to prison and was like, "Boys, what do you like?" <laughs> he did a little research. <laughs> Let me uh, let's go around the room. Favorite part about a favorite part about a woman? Mm-hmm. Her disembodied mouth? Okay, you got it. <laughs> and then he tried to make his body like that. Yeah. Uh, no, no gag reflex. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll work it. on that. Eighty six. Uh, the gag reflex. All right. What else? <laughs> what now that's what I wish could happen. Is uh, now are you watching Westworld? No, I haven't seen. Well, this Westworld. They basically they have these you know uh, robots or whatever you know and like I, without going into too much detail. But when they're talking to them. Uh, whoever you know it is that they they have these like programming deprogramming moments or whatever mm-hmm. they ask them questions as to see what's going on and and then like uh, they, they, the woman's upset it's a it's a female robot and she's like I just you know she's all upset and it goes uh, and the you just go uh, lose the emotion lose the emotional affect <laughs> and then they just like fucking they're just normal mm. and I'm like wow what that- power. If only, you know what I mean? <laughs> if I could get, if you could give me, like, challenges, like, give me five of those lifetime, yeah. I, I, I mean, right. first, I would have used them all already. Right, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't. First six months of my first uh, marriage, probably. I've never, uh, I've never not picked a battle. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, hey, lose the emotional affect. <sighs> it's sort of like how, um, and, and I probably have said this recently, and, and I'll say it again, but, like, you know, there's marital rape, you know, there's, like, that's the thing. Yeah. That you can't, you can't just, that, that a woman is not necessarily, not, yeah. not necessarily your property just because you marry. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In some cultures. It's, well, uh, if that's an agreement <laughs> that you've made, uh, but you can't just have sex with her whenever you want. Right. And, but, like, so I understand there is marital rape. I guess that's what I don't understand is why. Why would you, if you're going to rape somebody, there's a lot of fish in the sea. <laughs> why, why would you rape somebody you've already fucked 500 times why, already? Why, uh, yeah, why, why come home? Why come home to that? Yeah, no means yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, I'll see you in two and a half hours. All right, I'm stepping out for some smokes. Don't wait up. <laughs> Where's my black hat? <laughs> it's, uh, honey, have you seen my ski mask? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, it, it, it's just, it, in that scenario, that's exactly what would be said. And, uh, of course, um, there, there must be more to it than that. But uh, rape. Well, of the wife, you see. You uh, see. Now, now Cosby's <laughs> blind. 
Cosby's a perfect example of this, you know? Keep, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yes. Camille. <laughs> Alibi. You know? She's she's Something. worried about she's worried about his sandwich. She's like, yeah, Bill, you eat too much sausage. <laughs> now, Bill. <laughs> well, uh, so Young, uh, Stanley Young, filed a notice of claim, the first step in suing the city, uh, and uh, this was and is waiting for a judge to sign off on her moving forward with the claim. So uh, she she says they punched punched me repeatedly in the face, head and stomach, threw me against a metal partition in the bathroom. Threw me to the concrete floor. Yes, I was aroused. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they really just got all the uh, they they got a lot of aggression out on this person here. Uh, young, yeah, who's no longer sound like oh that. no longer in jail. That's good. Okay, uh, was an inmate in right. Okay, in a male housing unit before the assault, subjected to bullying, harassment, and threats. Okay, I want to find out exactly. And it says, oh, it was because of her gender identity and sexual orientation. It was only a matter of time until yeah. there was a trans prisoner who was not treated properly. Nobody gets treated well in prison. That's I mean, true. I could sue just because I'm a. I have got a dick face. <laughs> I have a dick face, and I'm not strong enough to back it up in a prison situation. Mm-hmm. One eyebrow is higher than the other. Someone's going to ask me anything. You have resting dick face? I have resting dick face. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. I would have to, like, fucking adopt a, uh, you know, like a fucking different look. Like, sunglasses constantly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the bullies blamed Young for the transfer and, and referred to her as that homo in front of the guards. Yeah. In front of the guards. <laughs> <laughs> Do not call me a homo in front of the guards. So I guess that was, what it was. Is that, you know, that's supposed to go, hey, that's not cool. You're supposed to step in now. Like these guys who who were at Harvard with the volleyball team. I'm going to I'm gonna assume, uh, and, you know, <laughs> I don't, again, I'm taking a huge leap here. I don't think the guards were prepped for this. <laughs> no. I'm going to guess... When they were handed a gun and mm-hmm. said, don't let them fuck in the lunchroom, uh, they weren't they weren't prepped for dealing if, if more than one is coming complex at complex gender nuances. Just fire away. <laughs> you want to shoot both of them. Right. Get them both dead. If it's one guy, use your club. Two guys, use a gun. That's a time-honored uh, rule that we follow. But let's see. What else? By uh, the way, if there's anybody trans, look, they're going to require a little bit of, uh, did you see the training video? Because... Yeah, no video. No, absolutely not. It says uh, com- uh, Commissioner Ponte has zero tolerance for uh, assaults of inmates, and that's according to the uh, the correction department spokesman Peter Thorne. He said that the Rikers uh, Rikers Commissioner uh, Joseph Ponte he takes it very seriously, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, because you know. The, there's rarely an instance of violence at Rikers. Right. It's uh, uh it's known for being. It's known for being one of the more well-behaved prisons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, a sleepy and uh, progressive, and they they pretty much to... a bed and breakfast. Yeah. They, I mean, it's <laughs> it's like a it's... get out of the city, you know. You know, go I, see the go see some trees. If 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 there wasn't a slight chance, I was going to get transferred up to Clinton. Uh, <laughs> that that was that was an element of that uh, of that stupid fucking show. Did you see? Did you watch that one, The Night in Question, or whatever it was? No, The, the night, night of. The Night of. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have nothing to talk about. All TV right. I'm wise. sorry. No, no, no. You're about. I've been watching. Be... I've been watching sports. <laughs> Honestly, that's that. There's no good excuse. Well, no, that is a good excuse. You're the only one still watching the NFL. Apparently. Yeah. No they, kidding. Their ratings have dropped, and I I put it all on two things: Colin Kaepernick 
and all this pink equipment. That's what that's what you think it is. Yes, it's the yep. it's it's breast cancer and it's uh and it's Colin Kaepernick. So it's the it's the uh, the shit I don't like the the pro police <laughs> anti breast cancer group pro police anti breast cancer yeah I mean look I I've if <laughs> they make some kind of lost an, everyone who loves police and hates breast cancer no 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 I that's <laughs> what the I am for breast cancer oh you're for breast cancer I'm okay. against being against breast cancer okay so like all these pink fuckers are like oh we're, we're against breast cancer well guess what they're and not I'm doing like, anything for breast cancer either <laughs> I don't know if you know that only eight percent of the proceeds go to breast cancer so and and, and what, most of it is buying Susan G Komen breakfast so uh. <laughs> What? I, uh, I'm gonna just take your word for it that that's funny. First of all, uh, and and uh, <laughs> and the the pink thing. How does anybody make money off of you know a pink uh, a bunch of like pink shoes or some shit like that? People are know? buying them. Someone's buying them. They're not just dipping them, I guess. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they have to be the right shade. It's a product, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is money in it. It's it's just like it's it's like that fucking clown shit. You ever see these people get their their picture taken with a clown nose on for mm-hmm. like uh, whatever that comics uh, comic? Uh, oh, God damn it! You know they started it like in the eighties or some shit. Billy Crystal and fun. Oh, Comic is it Relief. Gilda Radner. Comic Relief. Is it for Gilda Radner or those no, Comic Relief? That, no, Comic Relief is like uh, no, for I know Comic Relief. Feed the World or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Nobody knows exactly what it's for. It's just relief. People need relief you out there. You know what it's for? It's for the rumor that uh, Whoopi Goldberg is a stand-up comedian. Yeah. This is uh, <laughs> one, of the great, one of the great myths perpetuated through... Throughout our business, yeah, and comic is, relief, uh, yeah, is, you know. is the main is the main evidence of that at all, really. I guess I I'm, don't know. I I've seen it. She's usually you know she's on stage with two other people singing and dancing. Two it's other not it's not stand up. It's no. a, it's something. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I I come to think of it, I I don't really remember her ever being like a, a joke teller or anything like that. No, but she must have been, right. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. Is I, there she, any record of it? I guess <laughs> the color purple. I know it, she was in yeah, that. She was in she, that. She, she had her one woman show. Yeah, called Whoopi. These are all things that are not stand up. Uh, she was in. Let's see. Jumping Jack. Flag. Jumping. She was in Eddie. Uh, these were all, all things Eddie. Name you know same name as a stand up, but not a stand up. Uh, oh, direct from Broadway, 1985, Whoopi Goldberg, stand-up comedy. Okay. The hilarious one-woman show. This, okay. See, now, that's different, yeah, though. That's a different thing. Okay, this is Whoopi Goldberg, stand-up comedy YouTube. So just that's that's the entire description. That sounds like two people. She's pretending that she doesn't know her mic's on before she walks on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is an intro. She doesn't know how to operate the equipment. Well, that looks like stand-up. I mean, these people look like they're sitting. They certainly don't look like a specialized kind of an audience Mm -hmm. or anything. They they do have that look like, uh, we are less sophisticated than what you know now. Everyone that way will never burn. 
Hey, hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not about to boo a spiritual. On, on. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What oh. I what I do say is, uh, I, it's not stand up. Uh, what I yet. will say is that if for fans of Kathy Griffin's, go uh, go check out. <laughs> it says on the yeah. under on the description of this. If you love Kathy Griffin's, if you if you're a fan of Merv Griffin's, <laughs> Merv Griffin's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is catchy. It's not. It's not not ca- oh sh- I think I, I think I touched something there. Oh okay. Right. Well well it wow. isn't uh, it it certainly isn't uh, a spiritual as, as you asserted. It's uh, all the white people. Well all right. Well I mean now you're just being racist. There yeah that goes yeah. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I see that. Where have all the flowers gone? Oh, like is a, that where have all the flowers gone? Yeah, yeah. Where right. have all the Negroes gone? All right. Okay, now how far are we into this special so far? We're two minutes in. We're two minutes in, and, and this uh, is uh, singing and dancing. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It, 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 yeah, keep singing. She's trying to kill time. This sounds obviously. like stretching. Yeah, stretching. I'm just yeah. saying. That, I'm, that's not, a, I'm just saying. I'm not saying she isn't funny. I'm not saying she isn't a talented performer. I'm saying. Not a stand-up comedian. That's all I'm saying. Whenever I start hearing a, a lot of cheers and stuff like that, I'm automatically like, uh, I, I don't think I've ever gotten a cheer in my life. I've never mentioned <laughs> something that got everybody so excited. You've never said what city you're in? <laughs> I've never had an original thought that, like, when people like saw what I was saying, they went, "Oh yeah." Now I have had like an applause break. Yeah. I've never had a thing where people are like, "Woo!" Yeah. At the idea. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like where they really, really like where fifteen, twenty people just mm-hmm. get it so hard that uh, you know, I, I yeah. don't think that's ever happened. No, I've I've had people laugh all throughout my comedy set, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the set, uh, you know, you think like, man. That was fucking. I gotta say, I, I I felt like that was a pretty good show, you know. Right. I mean, like I got big laughs throughout and applause breaks, and then when when they when you leave, it's just kind of like a regular clap. Right. It's because they don't they, they can tell that I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> You're just another audience to me. Well, uh, okay. So before uh, they open this 34 bed housing unit for transgender uh, inmates, uh, I know. I, I guess that happened in 2014. Uh, it said they declined to comment on his specific allegations because of pending litigation. There's a whole lot going on. Yeah. Uh, let's just hope that let's hope that that gentleman there is okay. I hope he's okay. Me or too. that female, that woman. I hope that woman is fine. The woman. I did is not fine. mean to. I, I hope didn't that mean person's fine. I I'm confused by the language and the thing, but I hope they're fine. And I also did not see what uh, the uh, charge was. That was the other thing I wanted to find out. What was what was what was she locked up for? Second degree assault. She. Uh, okay. Well, that's it. Assaulted somebody. Now, a guy was found uh, dead this morning in a Brooklyn-bound lane. 31-year-old man found lying on the road, unconcho and unresponsio. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A little something I'm trying out. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think it's good. 5.22 a.m., pronounced dead soon after. And there didn't appear to be a vehicle that might have been associated with the incident. Mm -hmm. So uh, why solve this? Really? Uh, yeah, this sounds like a job for uh, the Department of Sanitation, and yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't really, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a dumpster nearby? Is there? Hmm. Well, we happen to be on a bridge. I don't know if you guys have noticed. We oh, could yeah. just... <laughs> 
it'll... we could roll this bad boy off right into the river. It's going to be, you know, the, a different person's problem. Right. Exactly. Let's make this. Uh, let's make this the Coast Guard's issue. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's you know, someone out there. Yeah. Uh, People got to get to work. <laughs> Look, we could sit here and make a report. <laughs> we can draw a chalk outline. It's not going to bring this guy back. It's not going to bring this guy back, and that's not going to get Sue to work on time. So let's get. Let's say we just lift him up and. Uh, accidentally, maybe he fall, he goes over the side. Maybe who knows? Maybe man- we, maybe he accidentally <laughs> falls in an incinerator. I don't know. This is not just saying. Have you ever been to uh, the uh, what do you call it, Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Okay. Now, when you went there, uh, did you buy a ticket from somebody who is just like around, or did you get it online and stuff? It, you don't remember. It doesn't matter. They're, 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 these ticket sales uh, salesmen are a problem. Yeah, I don't think I've ever bought like uh, scalpers. From uh, I didn't get like a Times Square Barker for the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, like uh, hey, Statue of Liberty's gonna be there. We got uh, you gotta see the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Tina Fey. Uh, Tina Fey's gonna be there. Uh, yeah. let's see who else. Thomas Eiffel, the designer of the Statue of Liberty, whatever his name was. <laughs> Thomas Eiffel. I, I know it was the guy who did the Eiffel Tower. I don't know his I, first name. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was Jeff Liberty. John Eiffel. <laughs> um, Francois Liberty. Um, he's gonna be there. Let's see who else. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. He's doing a set. Have you ever had somebody try to give you a CD and and like it's uh, somebody who accuses you of being racist if you don't want it? No, <laughs> that's you must not project the same thing that I do. You know uh, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, people. What do you do? Take the CD and well, buy people it? know me as a as a rap fan. That's so like right. nobody's ever like fan. nobody's ever going to say. You're racist if you don't listen to this. Because they know you to be a rap fan. Right. They go, the, the, yeah. This guy's clearly D O W N. Yes. He's clearly. Uh, All the way. He's dizzy to the to the fachizzy. Uh, you might I, say that. I use that. <laughs> if you're 46 <laughs> you and might, white, you might, you might say that. If you sleep in a suit. Uh, <laughs> You might be Pat next. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> if you've ever had a domestic dispute in a wop. All right. <laughs> right. You might be Pat Dixon. You might be Pat Dixon. That's great. There should be a whole thing. But let's not encourage that sort of shit. Uh, I, I am curious, though, like about these people. They make their living doing this stuff. They sell these tickets, and they mark up the price. Now, the comedy ones, you understand. The boat tour tickets, it's like they have something that, you know, that should be yeah. an official price. Well, uh, also, it, it's not. Also, you get it at the boat. You know, I don't, I've never... Get it online, get or it, you know, I, don't get it from some very high-pressure, disreputable seeming don't, person. Don't get it from a guy with a toothpick in his mouth looking around. <laughs> you know, don't don't get it from a guy in like a, a clearly uh, like fake Yankees hat. If you want to know, like, like first of all, everything you buy here is going to be your first reaction is going to be ah fuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if if it's if it's like what you know, like like as opposed to ah fuck. Like uh, like these these tourists got uh, taken advantage of right. with, with the uh, pedicab five hundred mm-hmm. bucks uh, for like a twenty one minute ride. Yeah, that's, that, that's beyond off fuck. That's like right. well, we knew this was going to be a lot. Yes, we thought you were going to stick us for one hundred and fifty bucks. You want five hundred fucking dollars? What's this cab do? The pedicab? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What is this cab? What's going on inside this cab? <laughs> yeah. Well, I that's mean, almost my rent. You're basically <laughs> like, out here getting exercise, <laughs> right? Uh, rolling this thing around. Well, this guy got punched in the face by these ticket salesmen. Uh, he was walking with his family at the mm. battery, repeatedly punched in the face yeah. by aggressive ticket sa- uh, sellers. Now, police say it's the latest violent incident uh, amid a scourge uh, mm-hmm. of aggressive peddlers who swarm tourists trying to sell them tickets to sail over 
to the Statue of Liberty. 44-year-old victim was uh, uh, he was hit in the face at least by at least two ticket sellers of water taxi tickets for cruisers that sail around the thing. Uh, he told police they approached his wife aggressively, and when he told them to cut it out, they attacked him. Like he's like kind of punched in the face a bunch of times. Yeah, <laughs> he's from hung. He's he's Hungarian, so he's for some reason I imagine him being kind of like a you know hardy stock. You know. Yeah, you picture yeah you picture someone from Hungary like growing up outside. I I, I picture him with a sus- not homeless like a ch- like a childhood outside. Yeah, you like know? like suspenders. Yeah, and like and like a button up. Where's right. a nightshirt to bed? Exactly. He's a uh, he works in like a like a meat packing plant. Like, sure. What was that? What was that? Uh, what was that book with the fucking meat packing thing? Anyway, uh, the the, the yeah, jungle, the jungle, yeah. yeah the, 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 I, the, those were people who worked hard for Christ's yeah. sake. That's it's, and this guy can take a punch in the face. They got this guy Andre Morris in the attack. The other guy got away. Uh, and Morris and in a in a water taxi. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like follow that boat. <laughs> it really turned into a whole uh, like a whole scene. Mm-hmm. It's very, it very like uh, Chinatown esque, except <laughs> in boats. Police say they had uh, this guy's previously been charged with rape, robbery, and assault. And he's charged with third degree oh, assault. He's going for the uh, like the the crime egot. That's yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> you got rape, robbery, assault, murder, it, fraud. E- <laughs> What's egot? The uh, Emmy, uh, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, if you could get all of, of course, them. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he's yeah. going for or like crime bingo or something. Yeah, you know? crime bingo. He's going for all across the board. The way I what I like is you avoid the whole. Even though the the term trifecta yeah. is 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 so overused. Right. I As a gambler, it. I find it offensive. And hat trick. Yeah. Because well, hat trick is just like three goals. Uh, yeah. But but the trifecta is something nobody knows what the fuck it is. It's three bets coming through at once. It's a parlay. Uh huh. Yeah, it's no, a, you know what yeah, it is yeah. as a gambler, yeah, but yeah. but they but most people don't. Now, now right. tell, tell us what is the trifecta? It's three bets coming in at once, right? But it's but is, does isn't it like uh, on three different races, right? Hey, no, it's the same. You pick number one, number two, yeah, and number three. Number three. So that's the trifecta. You pick the fir- the horses in yeah. the order they're going to the come order. in. Yeah, that's fucking real hard. That's near impossible. That's why you know you really. You know, yeah. you really have, or maybe, I, I mean, that's what I, the last horse race I was at, that's what I was shooting for. Yeah. But maybe what, I'm wrong. Maybe a trifecta is three races. Well, what does it pay? I mean, what does it pay if you pick all three? I, I mean, mean, I know the odds, the it depends on the horse, right? But yeah. I mean, like, and then, like, yeah, if you pick, like, the and the odds are, like, uh, you know, 10 to 1 on yeah. one of them and whatnot. Okay. Let's right. Just, let's, you can usually, usually, like, uh, sweeten the odds if the if you're picking one sure thing. You know, if you uh, you parlay it with two. Do you know how to how to shoot craps? Uh, I'm not. I know a little bit. Uh, I had a, a friend of mine has taken me on a crap tutorial, mm-hmm. a craps tutorial. I had that too. I had uh, Bobby Jewell did that for me yeah. in Tampa. Uh, Noah you know Noah Garden Shorts did that for me. That's we were in Ohio, and uh, he took he took me shooting craps. So he so did he know how to like? Oh, Noah's very good. Yeah, Noah knows. Buy insurance doing. at the yeah. right time. And well, stuff I like mean, that. he knows. Yeah, he knows his way around a crap table. See, that, that's what I never understand. Is that the, the certain times with a crap table, if you roll a certain thing, it's like if you don't like take odds. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah buy odds. Right. Then, then that that's where you make the money. Yeah. That's what Bobby Jewell told me. He's like, yeah, when you got that, that's what you know. And like I was like, okay, well, I'm never gonna remember all this shit. But it's I'm never gonna of, admit to him that I'm not going. Yeah, to. Yeah, it's a lot of math. So uh, it's a bet in which a, a person betting forecasts the first three finishers in a race. Okay, yeah, that's in the what correct I order. Yeah, yeah. Now I could probably do that in the AFC East. Yeah. 
I think there's also a bifecta. I think that's the first, that would be the top two. Uh-huh. Or a difecta. I don't know. And then a quo will do would be yeah. a quadfecta. Yeah. And then there would just be the regular fecta. And then the, yeah. Just the fecta. Just one. <laughs> you pick one horse where it came in. A 30-year-old uh, photographer was annoyed at some skateboarders. They were making a bunch of noise outside her building. She asked them to leave. But when, uh, well, when they came back in a, in a few minutes, now she's really pissed. Her name's Winting Goo. Mm-hmm. That's somebody's name. Yeah. Winting Goo. She came back down with a hammer, brandished it. I would think brandishing a hammer should be enough to run off. Now, skateboarders are a different breed. Yeah. I'd say female skateboarders, even more of a departure. I mean, I've never... It's uncharted territory. I've never met a full gang of of female skateboarders. I have met the female skateboarder who hangs out with the skateboarders. Mm-hmm. But I've never known enough who, like, rolled together as a gang. Yeah. But this story, it is, like, is a great... This story is a uh, the great intersection of legally in the wrong versus no jurisdiction here on the sidewalk. Uh, <laughs> this is everyone's wrong. Yeah. Everyone is wrong. The 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 skateboarders aren't allowed to film there, and she's not allowed to tell them to go. Yes, and it's it's just people yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah, and and, <laughs> and I have and I have the, I, a further theory about. It. I'll tell you about it in a minute. So she brandished this uh, hammer at, at these uh, skateboarders, and and by the way, they're filming a video. They are the uh, skate kitchen, and uh, they are uh, they are the hottest thing. They got a lot of followers. They got a lot of like people know them. Women know them. Girls know them. Uh, as uh, you know, there's a loose group of uh, skaters here. Yeah, there was five of them. They assaulted this woman at once. She said somebody sprayed mace in her eyes. This isn't usually part of their thing. Mm-hmm. They're about empowerment. They're about. They claim to be about radical uh, feminism, but uh, I'm not really seeing that in in their behavior. Uh, Why? Because the they beat up a woman? No, no, not at all. Uh, because uh, they, they're, for instance, their video uh, that they have, uh, one, one of their videos, it's just like they're, they're sort of like doing the same old thing of like, oh, yeah, girls get, you know, shit on and stuff like that. Uh, they're not representing reality very well because every comment on the YouTube video uh, that of the thing that I watched in which it depicts this girl trying to become a skateboarder and all the guys are dicks. It's like fucking utter yeah. douchebags. Like, God, oh, girls can't skate. And and in reality, they'd be trying to f- have sex with her maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and failing that, they're just like, well, let me just show you some things. Because these are guys who didn't become jocks and shit like that. You know what I mean? They're, right. not, they're not on the football team. Yeah, so every, but... Co- but every... But just to clarify, every comment... This isn't my, you know... Mm-hmm. Every comment was like, why skated? I've never seen this. And a lot of women kind of chiming in too. So I think that that representation of it, first of all, radical feminism is like a whole different. They wouldn't even be friendly. I, well, I mean, I think it's like they would speak a lot of, entirely a lot of in profanity. Do, I think a lot of people like, you know, define feminism for themselves. But I think it's wrong to call skateboard. It's wrong to paint skateboarders as these enlightened, peace loving, Gandhi-esque types going through you know these people are like well i've skated i've never seen anyone say a disparaging thing to a woman uh <laughs> i've seen a skateboarder called call a dog a faggot i don't you know it's not uh, yeah no, like you yeah. know they will do they're they're some of the dumbest people yeah well okay i'm willing ask to- any skateboarder they're they will tell you they're skateboarding every skateboarder i know is somebody who got out of skate who like worked his way up out of it like like and then they like they still are friends with these people but they will say those are the dumbest people I know. Oh, like I was like the best like, skateboarder that there was. Or and then, the, and then the, I graduated to the worst uh, temp human. In, a, in an office. <laughs> that the worst temp. <laughs> yeah, I just, I like, I I believe, 
I will believe anyone in this in this scenario. I will believe that the skateboarders acted unruly, and I will believe that the woman complaining was too quick to anger. I will believe all of these things. Yeah, you know, I think all of these things are in play. I I would say so. Too. I yeah. mean, like like I I would definitely agree with you. And I, but here's here's what I furthermore believe, and and this is based on the way that that this is written here, because like. Uh, they re- they really give you a lot of description here uh, when when they're talking about first of all the headline here in the in in this article is woman denies attacking quote coolest all girl skate crew yeah there's <laughs> with hammer I think there might I think there might be some bias there I think there's the- an element of PR in this story <laughs> and I think it's PR for the f- photographer and for them because yeah of course the cool. group dash which has been referred to as New York's coolest all girl skate crew in vogue. Dubbed fashion's favorite girl skateboarders in the New York Times and praised in the fader for bringing radical feminism back to skateboarding. We're riding over a stairwell and landing on the metal doors. Uh, that all that was like mid sentence, right? Uh, you know, and and, uh, and there's links all of it too. Yeah, it's a PR puff piece. Yeah, for this uh, for a statement they consulted the press release from yes. Vogue. And, and uh, quoted it extensively. <laughs> I mean, like Vogue and uh, New York Times. Like, boy, they've been around. It, it really makes it seem like, oh, these guys are stars. It's not yeah. like, oh, these are just uh, fucking street thugs. Yeah. This is not you like that at once all. Once you have a career, you're not just assaulting some strange woman on the street. Well, you figure that if it's, if it's guys, they don't do this. You know, if it's women... It's these girls. It's a hot thing. The press treats different people differently. Is what I'm saying. And and of course, there's not a lot of guys who are out, who are like say you actually are fucking you know a, a group of thugs uh, and you and you like to do graffiti and shit. It's mm-hmm. not like uh yeah these guys were uh you know widely recognized as some of the best graffiti vandals in the city right. <laughs> <laughs> by Vogue or you know like yeah. so. I guess that's the difference is that they, you know they're making up they're having a positive career here in the moment you know yeah I guess it. so uh, but uh, most of the skate I mean most of the skateboarders I know were uh, the first people I knew who were willing to steal forty ounces so uh, willing to steal forty w- ounces willing to steal a forty ounce like a forty ounce of Mickey's so, oh okay Mickey's uh, so you know different strokes now I here's <laughs> I don't here's some of the comments. Uh, on this radical skateboard. Oh wait. Oh, okay. Now this is uh, this is does not link back to the YouTube video. Mm. I t- I tell you what. I was trying to find as much information about these people as possible. I find it really, really. Yeah, it worked. It did. Mm-hmm. It really. Did. And now here I am talking about. Yeah. It. Skate okay. Kitchen. Check it out. Skate Kitchen are really now. Okay, skate I'm, Kitchen, y'all. I'll read you some of the comments. They cooking up some skate. It says. Uh, it says this video makes male skaters look like douchebags, which I can agree with. But they're only mean to people who who do skate. If they see a girl skating, they'll either hit on them or support them. Agreed. Okay. This is man. I kind of didn't like the way they make the male characters total assholes. It just seemed like, uh, and and the girls have been really discriminated against. It just seemed lazy. And girls have never really been discriminated against in skateboarding. Well, that can't be true. That just can't be true. You took it. You took it from one skateboarder commenting on a YouTube as gospel. Think about that. I mean, well, come on. That just can't be true. I mean, like. I, I certainly don't know of any evidence of skateboarding discrimination. And, and I mean, like, I it's mean, not like there's an official. Uh, okay, think about who starts skateboarding, though, most of the time. Like, 13 year old boys. 
Okay. You know, I don't know. I was not the most, you know, open-minded, progressive dude. But look, they have so much agreement, though. I mean, it's not one comment. It's like, as a skateboarder myself, yes, women have always been accepted and failing is perfectly fine. You learn from your mistakes. Well, at least that's what it's like here in the UK. And then somebody says, I can say the same for here in France. So this could be, you swear you know that it doesn't happen. It, I mean... I just I think anytime bit of some, an unfair take on male skateboarders. I, I mean, just now, think anytime someone I think anytime someone's like, "There's no way this is possible," I find that I find that suspect. Well, I should probably explain what happens in the video. Okay. Is that every time she goes to the yeah. skate park, she's gang raped by these skateboarders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it does make them look a little douchey. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> somewhat douchey. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's kind of because an unsavory character. If you're in, if you. <laughs> If you're in the skate kitchen and uh, and, and you want to appear on a show, uh, by all means, I'd love to have them on. I would, love to, yeah, I would love to meet some of these people. I feel like they might just like, now here's the best part. Wenting, Wenting, Goo, her name is Goo. She says she only fought back in self-defense. Okay, now let's bring it back to her because she got arrested. Yeah. And three of these people in, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in what are they called, skate kitchen got arrested. Yeah. They were released. Uh, with uh, they they got their like uh, what do you call them their 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 piece of paper and they left you know appearance yeah. tickets desk appearance tickets they had no bail or anything right well this uh, she was released without bail but she had to stay like all fucking night they she was handcuffed to a pole mm-hmm. inside the precinct and they didn't even they she had to piss on the floor they didn't even take her to the bathroom and she had to she stood there so long until she until she urinated onto the floor like an animal. I mean, yeah, that sounds unpleasant, and that sounds like... Uh, <laughs> that sounds like we're the PR thing. Yeah. Sort of like, wait, this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Why am I having to piss on the floor? Okay, but here's the here's another thing about this self-defense claim. Uh, doesn't an eyewitness say they saw her drag someone across the street? Yes, and now, she says, don't you wish you left now? Yeah. An 18-year-old, yeah. Right, so, I, you know, I'm not... Trained in you know Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but that sounds like maybe that was bad not example. You, you actually are trained in that, <laughs> from my understanding. No, but you know, like that doesn't sound like I can't remember a, a time I was ever fending off an attacker and I dragged them across the street. Well, here, and here's the other thing: I can see where it was self defense on some level, maybe. But like, uh, here, here's the other part: is that yeah, once once yeah, once they're away from you, you should you should be good. Yeah. By the way, don't you live upstairs? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> If you wanted to be safe, yeah. just sit there and be angry like the rest of us. Right, exactly. Don't go start shit with these crazy who, ladies. Who is this woman who thinks she has a right to a quiet apartment in New York City? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get it. It's a nice neighborhood, but uh, that's the way it goes. You know, that's where that's where the surfaces are smooth. Right. And there's not a lot of animal shit on the ground. Yeah, perfect so, for skateboarding. Location, 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 as it is in Greenpoint. Four shelter residents had bad reactions to some heroin mm-hmm. that's apparently going around in Greenpoint. Oh, okay, this heroin! Okay it's, it's, I, I can't. I can't take that. I can't have the heroin. It, no. it gets. It messes with me. I get a bad. I get a negative reaction to it. To yeah, the heroin. But my, I have. Every time I have heroin, it's like a. It's it's like I feel as if a little bit extra slow the next day. Right. You know, <laughs> it's not just like a regular hangover. It's like hangover plus gas. I remember <laughs> that's when it. I, that's why I quit drinking wine. Was the fucking hang? The hangar was so mm. miserable. I almost, I felt like I was gonna die. Yeah, you ever be so drunk that you're just like fucking. I don't know if I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. There would be nights where I would have like you know, no, you know, like one, two bottles, and mm-hmm. then the next day, yeah, I, I had a gallon just, done of, for. Uh, Ernest and Julio have, Gallo. You have a whole, and you, you think, have a whole bag yourself. And I got, uh, yeah, I had a gallon of wine, so <laughs> uh, you know, just. 
I, maybe I don't really know when to say when when it comes yeah. to something delicious. Uh, <laughs> but it really made me drunk, and uh, and I thought, you know, this is how this is all that shit happened with Noah and his kids. You know, mm-hmm. the, the kid just fucking he saw his dad's nakedness, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then, and then it started a whole. Everything changed after that. Well, this is in Greenpoint. <laughs> Four shelter residents hey, had bad reactions to this heroin. Now, apparently, it's it, it, and but again, you know, just like that was like a, a PR puff piece for these uh, right. skate club things. This basically is a commercial for heroin. Let's hear it. It says, uh, <laughs> bought in front of God Bless Deli on Manhattan Avenue uh-huh. in, in October. Uh, now, that, that heroin was bad, they thought. Right. Try it for yourself. <laughs> Easy access to the drug on the block. It's proving to be too strong a temptation for some who had managed to kick the habit. Uh, a program director at the 200-bed Bowery Residence Committee. Boy, they're trying to keep people in there now. That's... How are we going to keep them back at the, at the fucking place? Once people hear about that heroin that right in front God of... God bless heroin. <laughs> God, God bless it. God bless it on Manhattan Avenue, the God bless <laughs> deli. That's where you get your heroin. Uh, people who have never even used it before. That's are, good heroin. That's like, yeah, it's converting new people. Yeah. It's, and, and not just people who can't afford Oxy anymore. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Another heroin place opened up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right across the street from the other heroin yeah, place. Like we Subtle, need, guys. Like we need more heroin here. Yeah. Let's move to East New York. It's <laughs> we got to go to Brownsville <laughs> and settle. The access of it on Manhattan Avenue is affecting clients. It says, uh, maybe even near, are you okay on time? I feel I'm like doing you're no, doing, okay. No, you're, no, you're fine. I'm not. <laughs> I mean that in an accusatory way. Oh, I was yeah. just asking you. No, I'm good. We're, we're good. I have I have nothing tonight. That makes me angry. I tell you, there was a time when on a Tuesday you could pretty much guarantee I was going to be going up someplace. <laughs> Manhattan <laughs> Avenue in beautiful Greenpoint, heroin for beginners. All you got to do. <laughs> it's good starter heroin. Well, Watson added, they start using when they come to the store to get a cup of coffee. Yep. You go there for coffee, you come back with heroin. Let me tell you, you know what? Let me tell you, that coffee is going to have you pretty wired. You're going to want something to come on down from that. First I one's might, on me. You know, I might have just the thing, actually, I think. Uh, oh, well, you wouldn't be interested in hair. You wouldn't want that. You yeah. wouldn't want that heroin. No, no, no. Would you? What is it? You wouldn't, uh, well, it's not, uh, you know, it's. It's only some of the best heroin in the city, but uh, you know you wouldn't be. That's not you. Don't seem like the type of guy. Where do you live? The shelter? You wouldn't. You don't seem like the sort of guy to be into that. Well, I happen to have a place here with my wife. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a small place, but like, that's the sort of person who jumps straight to the needle. Yeah. You, know? hey. you get your clip. You get your clip pierced at seventeen. Well, when they get it, when they get the clip pierced, uh, don't they just get the hood pierced? Is it the hood of the clit, or does that even know. matter in your book? I'm not even sure how it works. I always figured it was like a door knocker. Yeah, but I didn't like. Uh, I had a girl that had that. And she had it from the time I saw it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was trying, and I was like, but my mouth was nearby, you know, and I was trying to f- and figure out what to do. And she goes, it's not for you. Just ignore it. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess. Who's this for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. Hey, sweets. Should I just take it out then? <laughs> Should I just make it? Uh, witnessing drug deals is part of life now. Yeah. Right there. It's true. It's a big business. They're not worried about their, uh, about shit like uh, Set up a camera, you know. They set up a camera over there at 94. They, they, they said it, and they said it doesn't. It hasn't deterred. Not phased. They set up a camera. That's how good this heroin is. Yeah. People are like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get, I'll buy this heroin on camera. I'm Absolutely. clearly being. I yeah. know, I know you're there. Yeah. That's how good it is. I'm gonna, I want a copy of this. Like I just went on a roller coaster. I'm gonna hang it up. I'm proud of this moment. No, no, man. Hard drugs are scary to me. I 
something yeah. about it going wrong. I don't think you're wrong to be apprehensive about heroin. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't. No one's going to call you a square. Don't you hate it when you tell somebody your special way of thinking? <laughs> and they kind of put it in perspective for you. <laughs> of course, coming up is uh, Al Martin uh, with a comedy. Uh, Al on comedy. I, I'm, I'm very happy. We had a little segment here. I, I, it's me talking to Al Martin. And, you know, wow. you, here's what you have. Somebody who knows everything about comedy talking to Al Martin. Right. You know. <laughs> Al Martin has forgotten more about comedy than I'll ever know, and he's a—he's just an extraordinary guy. He's always got a good, funny story. And so I talked to Al uh, about comedy this week, uh, as we always do, New York City comedy. And there's a particular topic, I'm sure, but who knows what's going to go right now into the hole. But here it comes. Into the comedy hole. <laughs> well, here's the story. Uh, my very first time on stage, uh, I decide to do the open mic, the Wednesday open mic at Pip's Comedy Club. Right. And that's, I, that's Brooklyn. That's in Brooklyn, and that was uh, that was one of the real good open mics because you would sign up at uh, eight o'clock, I think, at night, but the show wouldn't start till nine thirty. But you had to be there at eight to show that you were serious. Yeah. So you know, I'd go down there and sign up, and then get lost for an hour and a half and come back. But being it was my first time. I hadn't gone up yet, and it was 12 o'clock, 11.45 or 12 o'clock. And just when it was my turn to go up next, Dice comes in. Oh. There was about 20 people left in the audience. They were getting tired. But he was you know, running through his 45-minute HBO special. Jeez. Walked in with his entourage, and he blew out the room for 45 minutes. <laughs> then Seth Schultz, who's the owner of the place, gets on stage and goes... I want to introduce our next act. Uh, quite frankly, I don't even know his name. You know, and by this time, out of the 20 people left, 18 of them were at the bar talking to Dice sure. and getting his autograph. <laughs> the show's over. Uh, shows the, the girl that pushed me into this nightmare to get up on a stage. She was sleeping, you know, so it's like, <laughs> I'm like up there, it was, it was, imba- it was such a silence in the room uh. that Dice turned around and <laughs> was looking at me like, what the hell's going on up there, you know, oh, wow. are we closed, you know, <laughs> uh, and when you're bombing like that, it's quieter than silence, oh my, and it's the longest five minutes, you know, and I just, I, I got off stage and quite frankly, nobody knew I was on stage, you know, it was that bad, wow. and, uh, but you and know that what? was the first time. That was the first time, and there shouldn't have been a second time. Except it was kind of a rough time in my life. Like I was going through some personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kid was just a baby, like five years old at the time, uh, who's now the manager here. And I was in a custody battle, and I was very depressed. I was in between work, yeah. you know, which is a perfect time to start comedy when you got nothing else going on in your life, <laughs> you know, and you got yeah. nothing to lose. When stuff's very complicated. Is what it seems to happen. Yeah, when you're a lawyer or a doctor, it's very complicated to become a comedian because how do you go from a certain lifestyle to like being broke? But when you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. And and Man. that's the way it was for me at that time. And uh, I came back, went to a place called the Eagle Tavern. Now, this was on 14th Street and 9th Avenue, around the corner from the old homestead. Later on, next door became Comics Comedy Club, if you remember that place. Yeah. C-O-M-I-X. Yeah. Open around 2009? Yeah, yeah, and closed in 2010. Yeah, no, yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah, it was open for maybe two, three years. Yeah, yeah a few yeah. years. And then what happened was that 
Little Eagle Tavern was an incubator of talent in New York that today the whole country sees. For instance, I open mic'd with uh, Judah Friedlander. Uh, David Tell was already five or six years in and was one of the big guns in New York at the time. Huh. Todd Barry, uh, Sarah Silverman open mic'd with us. Wow. So, yeah, it was pretty... Uh, pretty interesting bunch of us at the time I'd say so man that is a murderer's row yeah and then uh, and then uh, a year half six months later Chris Mazzilli came on board and so a lot of the comedy scene today in New York started around that time and somehow I'm intertwined with about seven of the clubs somehow in New York that people either worked with me or for me and now own clubs in New York Is it over?